I hope you have been having as much fun as I have been rounding out the year of 2023 here at Idoc Sedang. I am trying to expose you to all of the dramas that are going to come out for the remainder of this year so you can know which ones are worth actually adding to your ever-growing watch list now or if you can safely shelve them away for next year so you can binge them all at some point. My first impressions are there to give you just that, a little first impression, a little backdrop, a little setup information so you can know which dramas are absolutely worth your time. Today's drama that I am going to give you my first impression of is the 2023 K-drama soundtrack number Two, you remember our soundtrack number one starred our gorgeous Park Young Sheik, and this drama gives me the exact same type of vibes. And if you want to know exactly what vibes it gave me, continue to listen, and I'll fill you in as quickly as I can. For you Spotify listeners, I will be asking you guys some poll questions over the next few days. I would absolutely appreciate it. Even if you don't have Spotify, if that isn't the podcast catcher you'd like to listen to this podcast with, you can absolutely still go over to Spotify to cast your vote. I will ask you various questions as it relates to the content that Idak Sadang presents to you. I want not only 2024, but every time I upload content, I want it to be content that you resonate with, content that you love. You guys responded so, how can I even put this into words? All I can say is, my dear gangster Opa, that drama is going to make me go back and have a second opinion because you guys absolutely love that one. And if that's the flavor of dramas that you want, you know, BLs, now that is my favorite subgenre, but I can't know what your faves are unless you tell me. So please, if you would, at the end of this episode, Cast your vote. That would help me as it relates to my future planning. So soundtrack number two. It's only six episodes long. And I'm going to go ahead and get a pro out of the way right now. One of the pros of this drama is that it is only 40 minutes long. This is probably considered, you know, in the web drama or as I like to call them, micro drama realm. I love that 40 minutes. It is perfect. And I actually wish that all standard dramas were 30 to 40 minutes max because I don't think it takes all day to skin a cat. It leaves a lot of room to mess up the longer your drama airs. Nevertheless, so we have our female lead and her name is Tuyon Sa and she is a struggle piano teacher. She also works as a food delivery worker. She also gets random calls of whether she can stand in line. One of my Hanguk listeners is going to have to tell me what the hell the whole, can you stand in the line today? What kind of job is that? But she absolutely took it. Basically, Tu Hyun Sa is Jamaican. You know the, the actress that has a, she works every job. She picks up every damn hustle and gig that she can because she has some kind of struggle situation. I don't know what that struggle situation is, but this 
nefarious, mysterious situation caused her to have to drop out of a music academy college where she was studying piano to be a professional player. And now she is wanting to try her hand at opening up a restaurant. She is an expert at tobaki, which she makes for her little, you know, preschool aged piano students, which she soon loses. And now she's back in a jam financially all over again. This is uh, up to two episodes. So they are going to be extremely slow and very hesitant to tell us what the hell happened, but they're going to have to because we got one hell you, girls and boys. We are going to have one hell of a love triangle, second male lead syndrome. Yes, it is coming. So if that is not your cup of tea, I can't say definitively, but goodness gracious, these first two episodes are completely positioned to have our hearts rented in a whole bunch of different directions so our male lead is g suho suho is a ceo of a social media company he is the guy who finds youtube talent signs them up and gives them all the zoom zooms and wham whams they need to be something except our ceo he is a workaholic and because of that he has stress-induced tinnitus and you know the ringing in the ear gets so piercing that it makes him you know pass out and when he went to the doctor to get checked out the doctor uh, diagnosed him as being a damn workaholic who needs to take at least two months off but uh, Suho being the damn workaholic he is he agrees to one month off obviously Ji Suho is rich beyond measure our second male lead not even our second male lead but our male leads right hand man his name is Chang Cheek and he is to be protected. I love him. And I also always love it when I see a male character who wears facial hair proudly because we all know that facial hair is just an uh-uh in these A-dramas. And when I find a character that has it and they wear it nicely, I love to see it. He is that. He has his little matte black glasses on and his hair is nice and got that wet and wavy look. I, I, I like that. And he is his real friend and he tells Suho you are my only friend that touched my heart you guys it sort of melted me a little bit and he said I don't want anything bad to happen to you so will you please do as the doctor says and don't do anything while you're taking this month off um so our Ji Suho how do how does he relate to Do Hyun so they are exes they were in college and you know it's again I understand that she's probably got some kind of struggle financial situation in her past that made her, you know, quit everything. But when they were in college, she was always upset with our Ji Ho. Why? Because Ji Ho was a dreamer and he dreamed out loud. And so he would be in the restaurant waiting for her to come and meet him. And she late, but she would come and meet him and he's playing with you know, slime in front of a camera, making a YouTube video. This is, you know, his dream to be this, I guess, content creator magnet. And she sees him as being foolhardy and perhaps not taking life as seriously. And when they have their moment outside the restaurant where she's she and him are having a little bit of a tiff, it's not exactly an argument, but it's more like a, look, you taking life so so 
lightly and I got I'm the only one that's allowed to have problems I hate female leads like that and I hate it when male leads are like this too so she is not special but it is her right now acting as though uh she's the only one who's able to have problems you know uh Jisoo knows that her dream is to travel and so he works you know, a job that's just super manual where he's loading and unloading trucks, you know, at all times of the morning and all throughout the day. And he's checking his bank account balance diligently so he can, you know, make sure that he has enough to get them a round trip ticket to Madrid, which he does end up succeeding that. And when she's supposed to meet him at the airport, she stands him up. Yeah. So I don't, know what her problem is i know it's you know they have to make it something really good so that our annoyance at her we can feel bad for being annoyed but i don't give a damn what she going through i don't care who dying i don't care who's got cancer because jisoo hall he was broke he was living in like a basement apartment and at one point he said you know are you breaking up with me because i'm broke because i ain't got no money i don't have none now but you don't know what the future holds if we you know just hold tight and stop you know he's like why do you think i don't have any problems i just choose not to take them out on you because i want you to be okay and he says that you know, as much to her as she breaks down crying. She's so closed. She's not telling him anything. And this may be superficial, and I'm okay with that because this is Idox Sarang, and I think the more shallow a drama is, the better, or the more shallowly I can look at the drama, the better. But I think that Jisoo uh, Ho is fine, girls and boys. I'm talking about fine in, you know, a script, not italicized but in just like all like hersive writing old english script fine now he might have been struggled back then but everybody i think in college expects to not have much much but he glowed all the way up but i'm talking about before that girl something had to attract you to him and i know it was his everything because he is absolutely gorgeous and it's like how do you fall so out of um just a willingness to deal with him you know and i just think it's so weird so um she treats him badly to me she hates him for having dreams um and it's very difficult for me to care about duhyun so i'm indifferent to her as long as she's not wallowing in her self-pity but in her yesteryear her flashbacky scenes when she's in college i just don't give a damn our male lead our male lead he hires the female lead as a piano instructor he has been stalking this youtuber independent youtuber his name is k his nickname is k and he's been trying to get him to call him back in the interim he hires a piano instructor i don't know why he wants to learn it because k is like a one-man band he sings he writes he plays his music he he conducts he he does it all he's a composer and i guess mel lead has been instructed that you know what getting into this piano playing again can help your tinnitus so this is why he hires the female instructor and as you would guess 
It is our Duhyun. So they haven't seen each other in four years. So we all know it's awkward, but she's so hard up for money now that she has to take the job. And he's really cute only because when she's over there, he's like, you know, flashbacking to the point where he was declaring that he needed her to be broke and wanted her to suffer. And, you know, he wanted to see her crawling on her last leg. But his affect personally, he's not like a kick your doyen, Emi no type. He is such a teddy bear and you can tell that the last thing he wants to do is to see her suffer and need anything so she ends up taking the job he ends up like setting things up in his house so she can see how much he glowed up like he's got these shelves at the beginning of his walkway in the foyer and he's got his awards and his one million follower placard and his first in this and his you know ceo of the year that and his gold medals and all these things and you know he asked her do you want something to drink and he's got the top of the line tea and the top of the line you know just designer food and all this stuff and he wants her to see this because he's proud of himself and i'm sure that you know it does kind of feel good especially after you feel like your uh significant you know person got rid of you because you weren't good enough for them so Kay and the female lead end up meeting each other. They they can't you know how you camp outside all night because like the iPhone 16 or something is coming out and you know the Apple store is gonna sell out real quick. The people that do that, they're doing this. I don't really know why they're sitting outside. It was never really clear to me, but they ended up meeting each other, her and Kay. And Kay is the composer, the YouTube, you know, um genius. And she's sitting there next to him and he discovers that she knows the piano because he's got this piano that you can like literally roll up. It's like a pad. You roll it up and he unrolled it so she could play a composition that would accompany something and help him with the melody. And she did. And he was just so impressed and he was just so blown away by her skill. And, you know, they exchanged contact information and promised to be new friends, you know, and let's meet up and all that stuff. And so they agreed that they would meet up. And she was like, well, I'll be available tomorrow because today I've got to work. And he's like, oh, that's cool because I got something I got to do, too. And so our male lead, he ends up meeting up with Kay, finally meeting up with Kay. He's been like stalking him around the YouTube streets and the solar streets. And so he finds him and they end up he ends up propositioning him. He's like, look. Since you are not really moved back to Korea for good and you're still kind of in the U.S. in Korea, since you only going to be here for a little while, why don't you just stay in my place? I mean, I got a nice house and you only going to be here for, you know, another few weeks. Stay with me for a month. Let's get this project done because Kay is tentative about he's apprehensive, really, about signing a contract with uh, Suho because he just doesn't know if it's going to be in his best interest he's looking out for his own ass so he's like look I don't want to sign on the dotted line with you or whatever but I'll do a project with you and let's see how that go and he's like okay so you just stay at my house while we work all this out but we are going to do the project so he's like yeah okay let's do this and you can only imagine that as Kay is in the house sitting on the front lawn, strumming his acoustic guitar, trying to think of, you know, whatever music he's coming up with for Suho, our female lead rolls up and she's like, oh, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, my God, what are you doing here? And then here comes Suho out the house, who is completely, totally never stopped loving this girl. Never once he would sit in his car and weep over this girl so when he sees that these two know each other and it's more of a like no no you know he's he's not stupid he knows that if a man sees her and they cool that 
the guy is interested. You know what I'm saying? And he, the last thing I'm sure that he wants to happen is that she is in fact interested in him. So some of my pros about this is obviously the brevity. And then I like when the camera angle zoom, it, it gets small. The screen closes in when there's a flashback. I think that that is a really nice cinematic prop or something. I don't know. I love Kay's handy, uh, you know, piano pad. And he's got a grabber. She drops one of her earbuds inside of a sewer and he takes a grab her out of his bag like he's a grandpa and he you know i think that's pretty cool i like that about him um the cons uh the second male lead syndrome might be a little intense because k is fine he he is not he is underneath suho so i have to make that a pro the drama did a really good job of making k not so fine that I'm going to be disappointed if Suho wins. Like, I still need Suho to win, but K is fine. And it's going to make the second male lead syndrome a scooch painful, I have got to say. So, in conclusion, this drama is actually worth adding to your playlist right now. Because our male lead is as swoony as he can get. And I have to say that it's not so intense with the drama that... You're going to be in a thirst trap. And although I love thirst traps, I kind of am relieved when something isn't thirst trappy because I can forget about it. And by the time I remember about remember it, it's time for it to come on again. And by the way, this airs every Wednesday, just in case you're interested. Another conclusion I have about this is that it's impossible for me not to find out what the hell happens because the way they set this up, they, all three of them are in a literal line as they're each gazing at each other's backs, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. She's looking at her two potential men and those two men only have eyes for her, which I thought that positioning is really idealistic and it's a perfect depiction of exactly what type of tension is going to be in store for us, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, I hope that you have a little bit more direction about whether you want to do soundtrack number two. I think it is as worth is as worth it as soundtrack one was for different reasons with different actors and actresses but it definitely still has that nice comfortable roll up in your cover and get you a nice warm drink vibe and get a treat of all the male eye candy on the screen i know i'm here for it what about you